Today's episode is sponsored by Relief Factor. Pain from everyday living, exercise, or just getting older is one of the leading causes of trips to the doctor and sleepless nights. It interferes with daily activities and can keep us from spending time with the people we love. If you have everyday pain, it stands to reason you need something you can feel comfortable with taking every day. That's why doctors invented 100% drug-free Relief Factor. Now tens of thousands of customers are using Relief Factor every day to become mostly or completely pain-free. 100% drug-free Relief Factor features four key ingredients that each work on a different metabolic pathway to support your body's natural healing processes to respond to pain and inflammation. Now you can try Relief Factor too. The three-day quick start retail price of almost $70 is now available to our listeners for just $19.95. Head to the link in our show notes to find out more. Start your journey to better health and less pain today with Relief Factor. Hello, hello, Amari here. Welcome to the So-Called Oreos podcast. If it sounds a little quiet today, that's because it is. Usually I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Kia and Janae, but it's just me this week here to introduce the episode. We are in the middle of a rebrand, so we're revisiting some of our favorite episodes with you for the next few weeks until we return bigger and better than ever. But if you ever miss us too much, you can talk to us on Instagram or Twitter at so-called Oreos, on our Discord or website, basically anywhere on the internet. Also, with the rebrand comes new merch. So if you're attached to any of our phrases like choose black women or talking white isn't a thing and want it on a t-shirt, head over to our big cartel shop because it'll all be gone soon. Okay, so this week we're going to listen back to our interracial dating episode from 2019. If you hear four voices, which you will, don't be alarmed. We started this podcast with four members and the voice you're going to hear belongs to our dear friend and OG so-called Oreo, Rachel. I listened back to this episode not too long ago and had a laugh really. Um, Not because interracial relationships are funny or anything, but because it turns out I haven't really changed that much in two years. In fact, I'm still seeing the guy I referenced in this episode, only now he is officially my boyfriend, which I actually think is pretty funny because Kia and Janae made me intro this episode because I'm the only one currently dating uh, someone of a different race. which, you know, it is what it is. (laughs) Um, And as someone actually in my first interracial relationship, I think about what it means to have access to another culture through someone I love a lot. Um, Because I always talk about how, you know, when we talk about, you know, interracial relationships, or even when we reference interracial relationships in film and in media and representation, I'm always like, I would never want to be, you know, someone's main source to another culture. You know, um, I would never want someone to just like strictly try to understand blackness through me. So that's something I really do think about a lot as I go through my own relationship. And what I find most interesting about being in an interracial, interracial relationship is that I honestly never thought I'd in one, you know, growing up, a lot of people growing up as a so-called Oreo, a lot of people liked to tell me they thought I would be with a white man, which I thought was so interesting because I knew it was only they were only doing that based off of, you know, how I spoke, what were my interests. Um, and, you know, that's unfair because, you know, people like to racialize things that, you know, shouldn't be racialized, like reading a book. Yeah, everyone likes to read. Well, not everyone, but, you know, people like to read doesn't mean I'm gonna be with a white man. And while there were pockets of time in my youth when white guys were all I could see, um, as an adult, I've actually only dated black men outside of my current relationship. And like I say in this episode, even when I'm not dating a black man, I'm still rooting for them. At the end of the day, I still think interracial relationships are hard. I still worry about unconsciously othering my partner and just like othering people in general. I still think black women continuously get overlooked in love. Yes, significantly more than women of other races. And we actually have the data in this episode to prove it. So don't argue with us because people love to argue with us even though we always have the numbers. (sighs) Anyways, as I grow, I'm trying to do a better job of going where I am loved and 
As of now, that means being with my boyfriend, who is Indian. But that's enough about me. Let's get into the conversation because it really is a good one and it's emotional. So guys, you will hear me cry a bit. Ignore my tears. And remember, it's okay to have emotions. Let them out. Welcome to another episode of the So-Called Oreos podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Kia Swin. I'm Amari Pollard. I'm Rachel Fowler. I'm Janae Price. And thanks, guys. Thanks so much for, like, the wonderful feedback we've gotten on, like, the first couple of episodes. Yeah, we've gotten some serious love. Yeah. yeah. I'm feeling it. It's making me like, like, oh, people my family are inside. Yeah. People in my family are calling me, trying to talk to me about it. I'm like, oh, my God, you guys listen. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I didn't think, like, we would get that much support in, like, the first episode, but right. people were really supportive. Like, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. That's yeah. so amazing. Right. I've got people apologizing. Like, I'm just sorry. That was your life experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. They're just like, who do I need to go and fight? Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> In a weird way. Right? My brother hit me up. He also has his own podcast. Um, shout out Wine Boys podcast. Um, and he was basically like, it reminds me of the time I had to pull a kid down the stairs for um, asking me if I like watermelon or something like that. He like literally. got to do what you got to do. Pulled yeah. a kid by his backpack down a flight of stairs. And I was like, wow. He deserved it. Yeah, he deserved it. Mm-hmm. But. I feel like you told me this. Your your parents came to the school or something. Was that that story? No, my parents came no. to school, but they didn't okay. fight. An, well, yeah, they didn't fight anyone. But I'm pretty sure the teachers were afraid that my dad was gonna fight someone. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Defend <laughs> your chillings. <laughs> okay, this week in Black History, I just focus on birthdays because you know that's a fun time. Oh. Okay, so June the third, nineteen sixty nine, is the birthday of Cory Booker. Oh. The governor of New Jersey. (laughs) My home state, Jersey. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Rachel, you have such a nice voice. Right? That was really good. (laughs) I felt like we were, like, recording something. We were playing something. You guys were good. Did you say children? Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, so-called Oreos might be a music group now. Um, yeah, Cory Booker's birthday. He's also running for the 2020 election. Uh, Democratic. Don't know if he's going to win. We know, but he's not. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I, was, I was being optimistic. <laughs> Cory's oh. not going to the house. <laughs> you got it. That, house, was, that was so corny. <laughs> no, it was good. <laughs> Cory in the house, TVT, Disney Channel. <laughs> I had to. I love that. that uh, didn't he get arrested? That's another story. <laughs> yeah. No, it was his brother. It was oh, his brother. Okay, okay. I was like, yeah. Disney people. <laughs> um, also, another birthday, June seventh, nineteen fifty nine, is Prince, the one and only Prince's birthday. Uh, yeah. Rest in peace. I would die for you. Hey. So, it's a really good song. I just <laughs> I had to. Okay. Yeah, so that's it for this week in Black History. Now it's Amari's turn. Yes, pop culture corner. Uh, so mm-hmm. this is kind of old, but I just wanted to, well, we didn't say that what this episode is about, but today it's about interracial dating. And I decided to focus on two very famous interracial couples who have brought another baby on board. And so I just want to talk about their names because I found them very interesting. Yeah. Let's start off with the Duchess. Uh Princess Meghan Markle and Harry. Their firstborn child is Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. And I was a little disappointed um, by this name because they said it was going to bring two countries together. But what I really wanted was it to bring some more blackness mm-hmm. into the palace. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to come with some like Andre or <laughs> Delante. Jamal. <laughs> Jamal. Demarcus. Archie, Archie can only where be did, a redhead. Where did they get that name from? They explained it. I didn't care enough. Wait, they really they said did. that they wanted to bring two countries together. Yeah, they, they said that this would really blend America and Oh, she didn't, say, she didn't say black America. No. Oh, okay. No. But she should have. Right. And then my favorite is the coverage, too, because they're like, oh, um, Megan and Harry are introducing Archie to the queen, um, Queen Elizabeth, and then they're like, oh, and Dorothy, uh, what's her name, her mom's 
name. Uh, They're like, and Meghan Markle's mother is oh. present. And I'm like, can we also say that that's her first grandchild? Yeah. Um, so it's a little disappointed in that. Um, but I'm sure Archie will eventually meet Jughead and Betty. And they'll have a grand, <laughs> grand life. Who's that? Um, the, from Riverdale. The Archie Cox. Yes. Yeah, the Archie oh, Sorry. Yeah. And her name is, her mom's name is Doria. Doria. Ragland. Ragland. And I, out of all the whole, like, Meghan Markle and Harry stuff, like, her mom has been the most interesting character to me. Mm-hmm. Just because that seems like a whole nother. She's like a yoga uh, teacher from California. And yeah. now her daughter's royalty it's just a crazy uh, it's an amazing story right and she seems very involved and unapologetically black right and, and also, I like that yeah and just kind of like I'm here and I'm just gonna be me like yeah. that's not gonna change how I go about this world yeah yeah and then secondly I don't like this couple I think they're problematic but Kanye and Kim yeah whatever. I knew you were going there whatever we gotta talk about this baby's name aren't they naming Psalm? it like priest no oh, Psalm. Psalm. Psalm that's worse <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> only, I guess only God, these crazy ass baby names. I'm sorry, and only I guess famous people do this because, like, oh, kind of like my yeah. child is gonna have less adversity probably in this life. So, like, let's give him a crazy ass name because kids be like kids making fun of him at school is probably it's not gonna happen. No. But when, I was gonna say if it is, it's not like. But when black people, right, my parents are Kim and Kanye. What do yeah. I give a fuck? But when black people name their kids, you know, names that they created, put mm-hmm. together, or names after, I don't know. It's usually Shandomir. royalty, like people that are like Shanae or you know, like Shaniqua. Those are like actually like a lot of those names that are considered ghetto now. Yeah, are from yeah. like African like yeah. Um, royalty. Yeah, so they I think it's, yeah they mean something. So it's just American white people ruining those names. But yeah. you can name your child. Psalms, you're not even religious. That's what bothers me. I do really question. I'm a big Kanye West fan and rather like have been a bigger Kanye West fan in the past. But now that he's been doing all this crazy shit, I've kind of like, you know, backed away a little bit. And at this point, I'm just kind of like, I'm waiting for the music. I'm not paying attention to any of the other things you do, kind of. But I do wonder if he is still religious because I know in the past, a lot of his music has been about religion. And, and now, still, his music is about religion. But I do wonder if he is still religious. I know he has Sunday services. Yeah, I was going to ask about yeah, that. Yeah. I don't him. think you can be religious, though. Like, he's, he, like, you calling yourself, like, you're the God, that's not religious. That's yeah. actually really that's a good, the opposite. That's also problematic. And that's the when Connie started doing that. I was like, you cannot sit here and say you worship God and then tell people like to call you Jesus yeah. and profit off of religion through hip hop and sell four thousand dollar t-shirts at with Sunday holes. service with holes that make us all look like we're slaves yeah again. I just don't that really doesn't sit well with me I don't understand how that sits well with anyone honestly like how you could claim you're religious and then Kanye West is saying I'm the god everything's god god me I'm the god and then people want to realize like oh why is Kanye West crazy because you just hyped him up to think he's god yeah, you did. He, he thinks he's god he's you're, you're feeding not, his ego yeah you're feeding his ego I just it really none of that sits well with me because it's like it's not like Kanye West is a gospel singer like it's not like <laughs> He has always been like a part of religion. It's like, oh, now like you're going crazy. Now you want to profit off religion. That doesn't sit well. Yeah. Like, who are these proceeds going to? Like your Jesus line and stuff. Who's buying that? Who is that going to? Yeah. Like I've always kind of asked the question, how religious is he? Because like I said, for a long time, he had Jesus walks. He's mentioned God Mm -hmm. in every single solitary album. I just wonder if he really does believe in God. Does he really talk to God? Right. I mean, it's I. You can say things about religion and God all the time, and, and really not really not, yeah. practice yeah. that. But mm-hmm. it sounds good in a song. I don't know. I mean, I'm not super religious, but every time I get on a plane, you better believe I'm super religious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yeah. trying. To, yeah. God, please save me. And I mean, he has like in songs, he has made the point that he's comparing himself to God, but he knows he's not God. Like he has set. I don't know. I just think you can't. You can't believe in God and like try to compare yourself to God. You can't. That's what I'm saying. Praise me. I'm Jesus. Like no. You can't. And that's why I'm like, there's no way you could sit here and say you're religious and then be like, everyone worship me. I'm the God. Da 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 da. It's like, what? Also, God would not like that. But but I think in I've only read so much of the Bible, but God also kind of does seem kind of like he has an ego. Mm -hmm. He's egotistical. You're kind of everything is to please him in a certain Mm -hmm. way and I think Kanye very much feeds into this whole it's about me 
we're gonna do this I don't know I'm also not religious and I don't I get I get your point um I think there's some there's some similarities in the way if depending on how you look because you could say Bible like God certain passages yeah you could say that like God created God's man, kind of wrath, man like, in the shape of him you know right. that too also, yeah he's just I guess for him it's like okay if, the, if people are praising God and I'm this genius why can't people praise me yeah I think that's how he I just I think, think it's difficult him. because everyone could say that then you know yeah. so now who do we praise and it's like you're not a prophet you're not like a messiah like mm-hmm. I think I just think he needs to get his ego checked and I think yeah. people really need to stop feeding into that and claiming they're religious and worshiping Kanye West because that's mm-hmm. also not religious and I do definitely want to see more of the work he does moving forward and I want to see if he got a reality check for all of the shit that's happened you know like he's not tweeting crazy anymore he's not putting crazy shit out there he's just doing Sunday service and I know in the past a lot of his proceeds have gone to like good causes from the things that he has done um, but I just question now with his next album. I'm just, is he going to be on the same fuck shit? I'm just curious. I, I was never like a huge Kanye West fan, but there were definitely songs that I could admire and was just mm-hmm. like, shit. He's a fantastic. Is this is yeah. incredible Great. and it makes me feel something. And now when I listen to his music, I just get irritated and angry and, yeah, and, I'm, sa- and I'm saddened by me how too. much it's changed the way I view his music it's just based off of what he said in the past. Um, yeah, I'm definitely curious to see what he does in the future. I won't be listening, but I will be listening Same. to what other people have to say about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I just feel like I respect his art so much that I've been able to kind of like separate the two, I guess. And it still really irks me where he used to be to where he is now. The things that he used to stand for to where he is like right now. Mm-hmm. But it's like he's just such a fantastic artist and, and not only with music, with fashion, too. He got sons out here. He was the first one to be over here putting all these holes in his shit. Now everyone has it. Or I'm, I'm not going to congratulate we, that. We had ripped jeans. Um, also, like, yeah. we don't need though. to. We don't need different. to. You, I'm so glad he decided to concentrate on uh, models of color and fill them. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like, I don't. Why? Why are we dressing are people like homeless like people. homeless people yeah. again we don't and you're oh, yeah. and then you're and then you're trying to sell this shit for like hundreds of dollars, dollars that we yeah. can't afford and we're the same people who are helping i don't we can't, I, we can't, can't and we also to look homeless right right and no one wants to <laughs> that's true also we can't we can't talk more about kanye because this this, this episode could, this will be, be kanye, kanye entire episode, and yeah. again that needs that could be a whole series it really could so let's he's Wait, back to the baby name <laughs> oh no, yeah. no we, i feel like we're past baby name it's just stupid <laughs> i I'm agree sorry. i just i just feel like the idea and they're not the first people to do it i mean um gwyneth paltrow apple and, yeah apple um, Andre 3000 with seven. I mean, I just wonder if they think like they're just... gonna be like, okay, this is my baby's name, but regardless of the baby's famous or not, that's still the baby's identity. And I just feel like if my parents named me Psalms or something outrageous, I would be mad or at them. Even I hate to come at Beyonce, but Blue Ivy. But then there's, there's this whole conspiracy. I don't like that name. No, I don't like it at all. And there's this whole conspiracy theory that like these aren't even these kids' names, that oh. this is their public names mm. that they tell us, and then on their birth certificate, it says something completely different. I think that seems like a lot. Yeah, but I could totally like understand, you know, if I was at that height of fame, mm-hmm. giving my kids some type of privacy and then like this outward persona. But that's also confusing. Yeah, child. because that's yeah. setting your child up to have like an identity crisis. And, right. Or, or I mean, even just it. like that sets your child up to be in some type of showbiz. Like that sets your child up for the rest of the world to know them as this one thing. Yeah. If you don't want to do that, then just let your kid have like a normal private. Also, don't think child. Kim Kardashian's like concerned about privacy. Oh, God, no. no. That's mm-hmm. not her she thing. Office, not at all. all. That's her whole. Yeah. Speaking of that, interracial dating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need that. Let's get into it. I was like, yeah, Kim Kone. Um, yeah. So this episode, we're going to talk about interracial dating and interactions. Um, so I don't know if you guys want to go around and like have specific stories of like what other races have said to you, try to like approach you, and try to like hit on you, or um, how like your experience has been. I feel like I could talk a lot on this, but I will wait. Right. To the end. And I both have. <laughs> You guys, again, can't see us, but it's Kia on one side and three of us on one side. Yeah. The three girls who have not really had that many experiences yeah. Yeah. with then, interracial dating, yeah. but Kia knows. <laughs> I'm um, like the UN. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, I've 
I've only dated mostly black men. I'm currently dealing with someone who is South Asian. So that's been an experience for me. Um, And then I guess with people approaching me, it was never, I don't, the white guys and growing up, I don't think could ever uh, gain the courage to Mm. approach me because I was intimidating, I guess, which is uh, intimidating quotes because that is not me at all. That was a big thing for me growing up too. It's like, you know, a guy likes you, Mm -hmm. but he will not approach you. Story time. Just will not. Ooh, okay. Story time. So there's this boy who used to live near me. um, And I had like the biggest crush on him. And I think it was our first dance, our freshman dance. I was convinced that he was going to ask me. I was like, he's going to ask me. He's going to ask me. He ended up asking my friend. And I was heartbroken. (laughs) And then I don't know how we got on the topic. He told me, I just thought you were going to say no. And I'm like, shut up. Why would you uh, we're friends like I would never I would never say no and then even after like in college I had two boys who I went to high school with who decided to confess their um not like that they liked me in high school and I'm on the side of the street and one guy's like I really had a crush on you I had one class with him I did not know that he was like looking at me and then he's like can you say something like like what do you have to say and I'm just like I don't know. That was like four years ago. I, why are you telling me that you liked me in high school now? Um, just interesting. And then one other white guy, he had his friend come tell me that he thought I was beautiful and then proceeded to like have other people talk to me for him. And I was just like, I went to high school with you. Like you dated one of my friends. We can talk. So this was after high school. This was in college. Like I had people in college approach me. Come up to you. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is so freaking weird. It's weird. That's odd. You just said that, but that reminds me of my high school. Because I think like growing up in high school, which we'll get into like maybe the next episode. But like there obviously was not a lot of black girls there and all the. It's funny because I don't know if you guys had that experience, but like your friends would try to set you up with the other black guys in school. <laughs> There's like three. Oh, you know, like, they would always assume. Yeah. Oh, why do you guys date? Yeah. Either just because you're, you're literally the only two black people. Either you're related or you're going to date. Mm-hmm. In my school, most of the black guys dated white girls. Yeah. They so were, they were, school, they were completely yeah. 100% transparent. Like I heard guys say, I'm not dating the black girls mm-hmm. at their school. They're all ratchet and ugly. Oh, so I just, okay, well, I just I heard, heard guys that. say they were just like, I don't like black women. Yeah. yeah. And I was just, and I was yeah. just like, okay. The, the black guys in our school. I mean, I'll save this one story for the next episode because I think it fits well with our topic. But yeah, so basically it was like we had a select handful of black people in our school and then all the guys were dating white girls, which was fine, whatever. So all the black girls, I think they kind of just like grew up thinking there was something like wrong with them or something like Every ugly. Every day because, of my life. Yeah, because it's like, yeah. no, you're not getting any attention like you know you watch shows with like I feel like when I watched shows I was like so excited for high school and I was like my life's gonna be like that's so raven I'm gonna have a cute boyfriend I'm gonna have I cute thought friends. the same thing <laughs> and then you get there and then you get there and you're like oh wait no one's looking at me yeah, and no I think it's at. funny because at the and where you said like people would approach you after school so many people approach me after graduation I'm like mm-hmm. I you could have no... done something about this right. before yeah. like, where was and then it's like I had no idea that you, you... these are people like you I really didn't talk to right. yeah you I weren't mean, even looking you at me you weren't looking at me you weren't even doing anything to make me think that you liked mm-hmm. me and then also it's so sad because I get so sad because I don't want to I really wish that my self-confidence growing up didn't come from men and I'm still trying to work on that now as an adult where I can still feel pretty and likable and desired Mm -hmm. for myself without someone confirming that to me Mm -hmm. but like honestly growing up as a little black girl and white for sure that's what you want I just needed a guy to be like Amari you're beautiful I'm clapping because that was and and that's stuff that I feel like I'm still dealing with today where Mm -hmm. I just don't feel good enough it's so sad that having a boy like you just like changes everything but for me growing up I just did not feel good enough in your in your defense validation at all I think in our defense everyone's defense it's like like we said like we grew up looking at these shows and that's what 
that's the purpose of the show. You know, like you remember the shows that are like, what's the love story in the high school? So it's like you obviously want that. And then you go to a school and you're like, oh, wait, no one in the school looks like me. So I'm not going to get that attention. And not only is no one, not only does no one look like you, no one is looking, looking at, at you. Like, you have this best friend who's dumpy and unattractive. Ooh. But somehow, <laughs> somehow. She gets a man. Guys are coming out the woodwork for her and you're like, I am nice. I'm cool as hell. Like, I am easy to talk to. And I think I'm cute. You are. And but you don't know what she did to, like, get their attention. True. That's true. true. But I have I had the same experience going to a predominantly, like, black school. Like, really? I thought something was wrong with me. Like, boys did not really walk up and talk to me. Mm-hmm. I'm actually like, really people, shocked you just said that. People, right. I'm people would too. tell me, oh, you Rachel, you're so pretty. And I'm like, okay. Rachel is, like, but a freaking Amazon. Literally, every <laughs> single time we, we go, go out, out, there is an average of about two guys that come up to Stop Rachel it. and when we're all like squatted up all us girls squatted mm-hmm. up a guy you can see him from afar just like I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it like, <laughs> no but the yeah. best the best thing is Rachel's reaction she just goes stiff her, yep. her shoulders yep. go back I'm and like, she just I feel someone breathing down right? my neck she just yeah. turns and she's like no yeah. <laughs> and then the guy the guy just like his face drops and he just like shuffles I try to be nice about it sometimes but sometimes yeah but yeah but anyways um, I bet it would be like after graduation like a year or two later you get these inbox like oh I thought you are pretty I was just too scared to, too scared to go up and talk to you and were these like, black men or both? these were black I, I, oh. I, again like it was black I went to black Hispanic Indian um, like Southeast Asia um, Asian it, it was I didn't have I don't I don't remember a white boy being in my high school but none of but, but it wasn't just the white boys but were any of the Latino Asian men coming up to you and saying anything no because in high school I used to get mad about that too because I was like, okay, it's in this society. I feel like your 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 counterpart is our counterpart is the black male. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want me. The white guy, he doesn't want me. The Asian guy is not looking at me. They're just the Latino guy isn't looking at me. So there's just this whole list of people who aren't looking at you. And you're mm-hmm. like, shit. Again, is there some, no one wants me. no one wants mm-hmm. me? Is there something wrong with me? I'm literally just gonna die alone. I'm glad you said that because actually I was looking at. I know you guys have probably heard the OK Cupid like. Um, what was it? Okay, keep it. I know like, you're gonna say. Yeah, I pulled it up because I'm like, oh, this is perfect. The, the, the study. Stats. Why did yeah. I forget the word study? Jesus Christ. Okay, <laughs> the study from Okay, keep it, which was from 2009 to 2014. So I wonder if they're gonna do another one because it's like five years from 2014. Um, but basically, it looked at like they pulled like Asian men, black men, Latino men, white men, and they like asked them to rate like the women. They find most of them. And I, this is this actually like broke my heart because I've heard the study, but I'm looking at it and it's like okay so asian men the rating for black women it's negative 16 um but though for asian women it's 11 percent for white women like that's the only one negative and black women consistently it's the only one that is negative and in black men it's negative three percent and then latino men it's negative 22 percent and then you have white men negative 18 and then you go like um, rem- like women rating men, it's like black men. They have a sixteen percent positive from black women. Yeah, because black women are always <laughs> always supporting black them. Black women are always for black men, mm-hmm. and the amount of times I have just been disappointed in the way that black men have yeah. treated us back. Yeah. It's just kind of like you my not, personal I'm, experience with that. It just hasn't been even. My thing is like hasn't. you just won't. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't care what people say. You will never find a black man will never find a woman who's going to ride as hard for him as a black woman. Never. Never. That's just how it, that's just how it is. There's just mm-hmm. something about the black woman who just really wants to support and see the black man thrive. Mm-hmm. And even if I'm not in a relationship with a black man, I'm still like, get to root for them. I'm still I'm rooting always for, gonna root for yeah. you. I'm always. And it personally, like I look at my experience growing up, right. Being undesired, unwanted all throughout school knowing those stats I wrote an article on it like a while ago and I actually used those stats and then even looking at the black women that I know the black women in my family most of them are single most of them were married to ain't shit dudes that were assholes they got divorced and now they've been single for years or they just never got married in general Mm-hmm. And they just floated from abusive relationship from abusive relationship. And whether it was physically or mentally abusive, emotionally abusive, they just floated from one crappy relationship to the other and they're single. And 
And yeah, sorry, I'm looking up the, like you said that, there's also a study that said like black women who graduate college versus black men who got graduate college and it's significantly and you're more different. likely to be alone if you're, you graduate if you're black from college. Yeah. And like what I've noticed is like this is just my theory and like I haven't like tried to um, find stats to prove it but I've noticed the more educated a black man gets the lighter his counterpart tends to get. Um, mm. That's what I've observed just like within my within my own family yeah. um, and just with uh the educated black men that I've dealt with and stuff. But I think it's interesting because when I mostly, I've mostly dated black men in the past, but they've been black men who have been called Orioles themselves. So it's kind of this, um, connection. Yeah. Like <laughs> this odd connection, or I feel like I don't have to explain myself to them or like what, why I think certain, but I'm saying something. I think that's refreshing too. Right. It's, yeah. it's, it's refreshing. It's like, I don't have to try as hard or feel like I'm like everything I do needs an explainer, but also at the same time i feel like the thing i'm in right now is weird but um he's indian and i think this is like the weirdly the first time i've actually like felt a man like desire me like even like from the other relationships it was never like i don't know i get what you're saying like yeah like i I was like okay like i feel desired i feel wanted for the other ones it was like never really clear what what the situation was and you always felt like if you put out a certain amount of emotion you might get rejected right or like never did right i mean like i don't even know what this is but in the same i think in the same breath it's kind of like there was no outward affection towards me in those other relationships really and in this one it's like more outward which is like a weird thing to like go down the street and like he reaches for my hand and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't, you don't do this. And I think I want like people to take away is like, if you're not a black woman or just like recognize how much harder it is for them because it's like, you have your friends and they're just like, oh, just do this. Just do this. I know white people falling all over me. And it's just like, they're so different because it's like, okay, we looked at the stats, like, yes, out of proportion, like black men, unfortunately do not graduate the same rate as black women. So there are stats that are saying like, if a black woman does want to marry a black man, she should do that. But just know that the odds are not in your favor. And your pool gets tiny. And your pool gets tiny. And I know a lot of black women who are not willing to date someone out of the side of their race. Yes. A degree, oh. Or they're not willing to date someone outside of their race either. Yeah. So then we do pigeonhole ourselves with not willing to date someone without a degree knowing those statistics. Mm-hmm. And we're not willing to date outside of our race also knowing, knowing the, the statistics. statistics. Yeah. So we are pigeonholing ourselves somewhat when I we believe do those things. And like what Issa Rae said, hey, I think black women and Asian men should just team up because historically <laughs> we're the but least. But they're, they're kind of the the ra- the like racist too. So like that, yeah, they, they say something. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, okay, but I'm saying based off of, of the stats, yeah. of, of the sets, we tend to be the least desired from both, from both yeah. sides. So I think well, we all should just team up and love each other. Listen, I'm down. I'm in, <laughs> I'm in a deep BTS and K-drama hole right now. <laughs> like if there are any six foot tall, beyond six foot tall. Yo, you're that's so hot. Yeah. That's really you just you're you're like yeah your your pool is slower. Seven feet tall. No, right? But how I mean, do like maybe general. like six and up? Maybe. Yeah. How tall are you? Six I'm feet. Six foot. Okay. I just so really it's a little date someone who's six four. It's a little hot. I can't. It's I can't lie. Hot. It's so nice looking up at people. Yeah. Men. Isn't it nice when you're five four and you can look up at someone yeah, all the I'm damn sorry. time? You're gonna have to find uh, you a basketball player. That's yeah. Like, yeah. No, but we don't want that. Yeah, we don't know that. We don't want that. Oh yeah, because they got their own set of problems. Yeah. But like, yeah, going back to like, black women dating. I just want people to be like aware of like how difficult it is because yes the stats of like dating in your race and then you having to go outside your race that's challenging because as we saw in the stats like everyone is ranking you lower Mm -hmm. and people are racist and I just think that people need to be aware of that like that's something you're gonna have to deal with on top of that and I think like I mean I've had my fair share of like interracial experiences tell us more Kia I mean I've like I mean I've talked to like a good amount of guys. Kia is the UN. Okay, but I am yeah, but like, Kia like, is who, the are the, who are the who are the men that I mean, I've talked to a lot of like Spanish guys, I've talked to a Turkish guy, I've talked to I don't sound like I'm I'm crazy like over here, but like I've had I've had interact like I just I it's rare that I'm gonna be like no I'm not gonna talk to this person. So if someone approaches me, I'm gonna be like I'm open minded. I'm also like really interested in like culture, so I'm like oh this is so exciting. I had a deep conversation with people about this not too long ago where it was like I literally don't understand. 
and saying, I would not date a specific race. Yeah. Right. That's never come to what mind can, before. What confuses never. me too is when it's a person of like that race who's like, yeah. I'm not going to date with any yeah. race. Like, oh God, I just don't, no like, if I'm an yeah, Asian, I, don't I just don't like it. Asian men. I'm yeah. like, how, what? Speaking of that, so one of the interactions was with an Asian guy and he came up to me in a bar or whatever. Very problematic because one, he was like, he was like putting down Asian women trying to talk to me and he was like, oh, an Asian woman would never have your body. And I was like, that's not a compliment. That's, that's really rude. Bad. And then he like, that's one of the that's interactions. So it's really rude. Like, I don't need you to like put down Asian women to like make me feel beautiful. Yeah, that's yeah. not attractive. Yeah. I, I also don't want to be compared to to someone else when you're trying to uh, talk to me. Right. And then it's also like, um, he was like smelling my hair and he was like, oh, he, was, wait, what? he was smelling your he hair. He was smelling my hair and he was like, oh, I heard black women's hair smells like coconut oil. Like oh. smelling it. Yo. This oh was in God. New York City I and I was just it. like, oh my God. And then, um, where was he from? Um, I don't know. He was definitely living in New York. He was Asian. And then there was another time an Asian guy said, like, he was like, oh, where do you work? Whatever. I said, Brooklyn. And he was like, oh, you just don't strike me as someone who, like, hangs out in Brooklyn or whatever. And I was just like, are you trying to, like, attract me? Are you trying to, like, it was very insulting. Like, he was like, and I was like, what do you mean? I was like, that was the wrong question because it was just very negative and, like, very racial. I I think the I always tell people, like, people, my my dad mostly <laughs> likes to tell me I'm picky but I was like I'm only dealing with the people who are approaching me so if yeah. you're not approaching me and presenting yourself to me then I have nothing to do with it so like if black men aren't approaching me that's not who I'm gonna deal with because yeah. they're not showing themselves but I think I'm also a person who's interested in cultures too but I think there's also like you said there's also um something very worrisome about that too because it's like I don't want you to approach me because you're interested in black culture yeah. and you just want to experience it and I'm the person who's going to trans um, transfer you into this new world and like there was this one time uh, I think he was he was Latino and um, an Italian and he came up he approached me at some event and he was just like I just I just want to tell you like your hair is so beautiful like it's just like gorgeous and you know, I'm just trying to take it like, okay, like my hair is beautiful. Like, so thank you for recognizing that. And I remember telling someone and she was like, yeah, that's a little, I wonder why that was the first thing that he decided to tell you, like he liked about you. And if he was just like very curious about it, Do you ever wonder if it's like, cause I always wonder, it's like, I can tell within like maybe 10 minutes of a conversation if someone is fetishizing me or right. someone likes me. Cause if you, if you were talking to me and the first thing that comes out of your mouth is something about my skin color and my hair or something like I don't think you like me. Right. And then, I, you know, I've had so many experiences with, like, people that are like, oh, I just assumed you were Dominican because you're spicy or, oh, like, no. something like that. No. Okay, I've had using that. spicy as a thing yeah. to, like, describe a woman is just the worst. Yeah, I was like, this is not attractive. Or, like, people which... I mean, I can go into another episode, but, like, I feel like it's all the time, like, people ask, like, what are you within, like, the first minute of meeting me, and it's, like, we're at a club. I'm not trying to talk about my race in the club. I'm just not. And then if I say, like, whatever, I'm black, it's, like, it's a disappointment. It's, like, oh, I thought you were mixed. I thought Mm -hmm. you were Dominican. I thought you were something different. Um, As if you need to be mixed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, like, what are you? Like, this is obviously a fetish. Like, and that happens, I would say, like, seven let's say it's 65 percent of the time has literally happened to me before i was in my community college um in upstate new york and i was just sitting there minding my business studying waiting between classes and this guy comes up to me i'm not sure what he was ethnically um but he had really light skin i would guess hispanic but i'm not 100 like I don't, I don't know him. Um, so he came up to me and he asked me like what I was mixed with. And he was like, you know, putting that in game or whatever. And I was like, I'm not. And he was like, are you sure? I, I got that yeah, too. Are I you sure? And I was like, <laughs> that's, um, oh my God, that makes me so angry. Like what, like, do you black. want my ancestry DNA test? Yeah, like you yeah. want my, you want me to show you a picture of my parents in the club? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that with you. Yeah. And I'm not going to, this is always in the club. I'm like, I'm not going to debate yeah. my race with you one in general too. Who in the club? Yeah. Like, I came here to have fun. Like, what are we talking about? Like, the, the guy was just like, "Are you sure?" And I was like, "No, I'm not. I'm black. That's it. Slavery. <laughs> like, that's I'm not gonna give I'm you a history right. lesson, bro. Like, that's it." And he was like, "Oh, okay." His face fell, and he walked away. Like you could. And I was like, "Wow." That's all you wanted to know. Yes. That's that's all you wanted. And it's I'm a like, fetish and it's weird and that's like odd. But like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, also, the last thing I want to say about like interracial dating is like if you I think it's 
an experience that like if you have no experience it's like hard to explain i guess it's meshing together two cultures yeah it's meshing together two cultures and i think it's just on top of dating it just it's another aspect of your your relationship that's just going to be naturally harder i think it also depends on like the person's parents like if the, the parents are, yeah. are really open which nine times out of ten if you're dating interracially it is not if and you're me, if the, you're black but also it's even really irks me about that is the idea of that black people in this country have been mistreated. We all know that. Mm -hmm. How is it that white parents can be so absolutely against it and black parents are are never that's what it is wait 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 what black parents are black parents are never against interracial dating no okay that's that's a broad i think that's a broad statement not saying that i mean i'm just i just don't be from my personal experience it's been like black parents aren't necessarily a fan right but they're not they're never gonna be rude to your face they're never gonna be rude to your face they're never gonna make you feel like you're not there they're never gonna kick you out they're not gonna pull the kid aside and say you can't date this person it's just it's known this is not what I prefer as your parent but I'm gonna accept it because I'm I'm your parent but white parents they will literally like just try to like destroy their children yeah. for dating outside They're the like, race and, and I've heard crazy so but it's times. but also and, but and it's their partner right? and it's also not just yeah. it's not just white parents oh also. no a lot it's, of it's, it's Spanish Asian it's, Asian, it's, it's yeah. Spanish Arab yeah Arab, it's yep. just like mm-hmm. it's honestly no matter what culture you go through at the end of the spectrum it's always black black is, is last yeah black is black, black is, is bad and it's just annoying and it's difficult and that's why I think a lot of people probably don't like would I prefer not to be in an interracial relationship? Hell yeah, because that just comes with a lot, a lot of, of extra baggage. A lot of extra ba- like a lot of extra baggage trying to deal. It's one thing to deal with that person, but to deal with their family, family and then yeah. also the possibility of having kids with that person. And then you're and like, what that means for that child. Your yeah, grandma's gonna hate you right. because naturally you're black. Yeah, and I'm not right. only that, like you just said, in society, yeah. I mean, people interracial couples walk down the street. You get stares and they get all the stares time. All the time. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Do I sometimes when I see a black man with a white woman give them a glare. I feel yeah, like that's yeah. different. Yeah. Lighter. I, I mean, I'll come clean. Well, I mean, me. it yeah. irks me, and I think for me, it's like I hate that it irks me. Yeah. But sometimes I give myself a pass because it's just like. But why my, does it irk you? It irks me because it's like I have nothing to do with that relationship. I don't know you. That has nothing to do with me. But in seeing that, it kind of makes me feel rejected, and it makes me me feel as black woman rejected because it's like my whole life I've been told not been told but it's like society's like you're too not only am I too dark but it's like compared to the white woman you are nothing like it's always trying to get your hair straighter <laughs> I know like, oh, I know, no, no, I yeah, know. it's like it's, it's like true. you're just like I want you to say that though I want you to say that because I think a lot nine times out of ten like black men here say that and they think we're just like we're being bitter you hate white women but it's like no usually the resentment comes because it's like you are it's like you're you like the white woman because she's not you it's always a comparison it's always like you you, and you can just go on Twitter like I've seen some crazy stuff on Twitter black men will say the craziest stuff about and they will just like constantly 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 like put down black women it's like and we're Bruh. made out to be aggressive the angry and black confrontational, women defend ourselves. too stubborn, and it's like, yeah. not approachable. Yeah. And I just want to say, like, on the other side, like, usually you never see black women do the same thing to black men. No. Like, and, they'll, and black men will get, like, like, when I was dating my Polish boyfriend, like, I would get stares from black men. It, it was stares, like, you would feel like, like, I had, like, betrayed the race. Like, I had, like, like, oh, you should be with me, whatever, da-da-da. And then I would... Like I would get serious from everyone, and it, and it's just like this. This is gonna be my life. Like this is part of like what it comes with, and I and, and I would just always like remember feeling the stares from black women. It was just like a like oh you you betrayed us, but it's like also I just want to say like are, should I be dating you instead? Because like I don't know what you're bringing to the table nine times a ten. It's probably not because I would have dated you if you did. But it's also like I don't know. It's just. It's just like Serena Williams and stuff. Like she went through crazy stuff with black men and and stuff, and then she dates this husband that's white I'm, and treats her well. And then every everyone wants to come at her for that. Right. And it's like, but she she's never you never hear her say like talk down on black men at all. Mm. A lot of women that are like that are in interracial relationships, like black women, they, I I just never hear them talk down about again, black I, men. Again, it just goes back to black women. Just I think just always supporting black men, but I think like. Again, it's just like hard because, you know, um, 
you because you never felt pretty or desirable so I focused on other things I was like okay if I'm not going to be pretty or anything I'm just going to focus on cultivating yourself I cultivate myself and my personality yeah and my job and then so I, I made sure to study and I made sure to be good at sports and I made sure to be like every fucking thing I could possibly be. So like maybe if I'm great at every motherfucking thing, someone's going to like look at me and notice me. And then it's like at the end of the day, that's also not good enough, too. And the pool gets smaller and you're just like, I just as a woman just don't feel loved. And it's just like this. It's just like this weird and sad thing. And but to go back to like the staring, I mean, I think for me, I haven't dealt with uh, the guy who I've been dealing with for like super, super long, but it's been like a decent amount of months and I haven't really, I've noticed some stares um, like when we're dancing in like a club or something, Mm -hmm. um, people kind of just like looking at us. I mean, I wasn't really concerned or, but there was this one weird place went to get coffee and this white woman, we were like kissing and this white woman just like looked at us, but he was like had this like really loving like cute smile on her face like she was like watching some rom-com <laughs> and i was right and, like oh my god like look at how far we've progressed um <laughs> to be real though i do shit like that like if i see a black couple together out in public mm-hmm. i will be staring at them like oh my god black yeah. i just try to like not stare at people anymore just because i've been on the receiving and I, I really just try to be like keep because well, I, I don't know it's, just, it's not a nice feeling because it's like like we said dating is already hard but like interracial dating I think I think most people are not prepared with what that comes with and I, I granted was not prepared even though my dad was like you know you're gonna get some stuff like and I was just like and then it's like oh wait I was not prepared from like society and like his family and stuff like that and it's just like there's a lot of stuff I just want people to take away of interracial dating and that is just a, a little harder and i also want people to be like I think if you're gonna bring home a black person to your parents and you know your parents are racist I just think you should think about that I think you need to think about that because I think a lot of times people are just selfish and they're like I like her she's pretty we go well together knowing that your whole entire family's a racist and it's just like you just didn't prepare them for that and it's selfish that sorry that just like reminded me of um Ashley Graham Hmm? Ashley Graham. Oh, no. No, I was going to say just um, also like this whole like, you know, like your family's kind of racist, like prepare it. But also um, like I feel like people this has mainly just been my experience with white women specifically dating black men in that like I had friends growing up who were like, oh, I just want like I want I want cute mixed babies. Oh, no. Or. They just like saw a black guy and were, they were like, he's so hot. And I'm like, this is an average looking man. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are we uh, going after him? And I think that's the issue I have is like when you come from it from an angle where it's just like, I just, I just, I just love black men. I just want a black man. Like a and Kardashian. Right. And like, he's not a freaking purse. Yeah. Like, you can't just like have him as a <laughs> fucking a accessory. It's like, but also, yeah. I just want them to also be aware of like who is approaching them too. And mm-hmm. I've had this conversation with my black guy friends. Like, I'm, I'm like, I just want you guys to be aware of like, like who's approaching you and why they're approaching you mm-hmm. and I just want to make sure it's like from a good good like, place come from a good place and like if you're gonna go into this like I need you to be open to that other person's culture and to their family and to like try because like, the, the, like there's nothing worse than being in an interracial relationship and one person is just like I'm not really gonna like try to um to like incorporate your culture into mm-hmm. what we're doing or into our lives like I my um like I I have a cousin and his his wife is white. I love her. And what I love about her is that she wants her kids to know that you are mixed. She wants them to know our side of the family. Make that's sure beautiful. make sure they go to Jamaica. We'll ask us questions about how to deal with their hair. And it's just like that's incorporating it in such a beautiful way. And it's just like I can sense that you really care and like you really want to make this work. And it's just like the effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's just the effort at the end of the day. And I think we'll do another episode of like I think because there's so much to talk about like I think specifically black women dating black men and like why like we went into it like why it hurts when you see that and whatever because I I just like a lot of people just don't really get it specifically the men no offense but like why we think the way we think when we see that and why it's never the they're never receiving the harsh ends I think I just that's a separate you know black men and women I think a lot of times we come at each other a little too much for sure and I think we've kind of like we're angry at each other I've been trying to do my best of not being as like I feel like 
like for me it's like sometimes I, I have been a little too harsh on black men not like on purpose but sometimes yeah. it's like I've had to like I think it's because we've back. been hurt yeah it's we've it's just like you've grown up whatever and so it's like yeah. you know it's like obviously my first choice if I were to marry someone it would be a black person obviously and I think people are, who are going to listen to this and be like oh that's shocking because he's always dating like a white guy or he's dating a Spanish guy he's dating whatever <laughs> but it's just like it's not like that if you were to ask my preference like obviously that's that's my preference that's not how it's ended up yeah that is, that's not to say that it's not going to end up that way and I've, and I've recently had like really good experience with black men so I think that helps with like not being so negative yeah but it's I just don't want anyone to, to not that it's really anyone's business but I just I don't like when people like say that I'm only dating like not my race it's like that that that's clearly like I would never Ooh, say and that I've, I've talked to like a lot of black men about this same exact conversation and surprisingly a lot of them say the same things that we've said where it's kind of like they feel rejected by black women where it's kind of like you know they try talking to a black girl and they're not hood enough for a black girl oh, or that's they're not fair. hard enough and they don't present as your stereotypical tough black guy I think you're approaching you know? the wrong women then yeah right. and that's, so I think that's none of us would say that because and I'm, I'm looking they approach I'm looking at guys that say stuff like that and I'm like there are three great girls in this room who do not want a dude who's stereotypically three like, four there's four, four of us four yeah yeah I, I was just you know, <laughs> four, I, four. I was like which one <laughs> there are four I, I was saying like there are three other girls in this room. oh okay like, but I say it right sorry y'all I was like who's the weakest like <laughs> And I know that it's just, I, I just think that we're way too hard on each other. I think we need to learn how to love each other again. No, as, sure. as a race in general, I think black people need to do a lot of work in loving each other. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. slavery has really done a number on It's us. done a number. And, you know, we were told for 300 years this would be something that would completely kill us, basically. And, like, just to walk back to what Kia said about people when you said, like, I would, of course, like, I would love to be with a black man if, like, that's how it was to end up. Mm-hmm. So I'm very um, curious if this has happened to you guys, but people love to project who I'm going to marry. And oh, yeah. People also, always oh. project that I'm going to be with a white guy. Oh. Which is in our friend group in college. Always. <laughs> today you're going to end up with a white guy. And I'm like, like, and I'm like wait, guy, have y'all ever seen me with a white man? Oh, well, so well, some people you... have seen me with my <laughs> <laughs> Okay, like, if you, if there has been something to, like, show that that might be the path I'm going to walk down. But I'm like, also, what is it about me that you're saying that I would be with a white dude? Is it because I act a certain way? Like, is it because you think I'm an Oreo? That's why I would end up with a white dude? Like, is that... I've never seriously dated a white guy and all of my friends all throughout college were like, I can see you with a white guy. I can see that's, you with a white guy. And what's, what's confusing to me too guy. is like, and I'm like, y'all, I've never even dated a white dude. Those same real, friends like, are like the ones that are like, oh yeah, I can see you with a white guy. I'm like, so why aren't you setting me up on fucking dates? Oh. Like, y'all. Uh, but then sometimes know, when they try to set me up, I'm like, mm, please don't. I feel no. guilty. I think, have I said that to you? Maybe. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, literally. I have to think about what I'm saying. Rachel and I went to college together. She was in that group. Everybody was like, yeah, Janine. I've never, but you, I've never yeah, thought that. A lot Janae. of crushes on. Yeah, like, I crushes on I white dudes. Daddy Russia. Oh no! Oh my God. I've never thought like, that about you, Janae. I've never said Janae's gonna end up with a white guy. I've just, I've never, I don't. Yeah, that's never crossed my mind. Thank you. I think it's like if, well, it, yeah, it's not a big deal if I did. Yeah. Disclaimer, not a big deal. I, I was looking like, who would I know? I literally have no idea. I think it's a, a fair chance for an equal opportunity before. You're an so. equal. You you really are. I, I know. I honestly, like, 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 why close yourself off to yeah. all the, the, the people only, out yeah. there? The only thing that gets me with the courtship of dating another race is those few opening lines of, have you ever dated an X, Y, and Z type before? Like, I have, you know, I was on dating apps for a little while, and I would always get the opening line when like a white dude message me have you dated like, a white guy have before? you ever dated a white guy I've never dated a black guy? girl before yeah. I want some chocolate so yeah. it's like, so don't start with that but no. it's like why are you asking me if I'm into white dudes we matched you fucking idiot yeah why Why is that you I think it's funny for me because everyone who says that it's the answer is yes because I have people been like have you talked to an Arab man before yep have you talked to <laughs> whatever yep so like you're not the only one and then I, you see their ego like get a little bruised and I think but, it's fun well but like <laughs> yeah because like, my thing is like okay so if you when you get into like a relationship with this person you're dealing with them like down the line 
like when you find out that they've dated multiple people within mm. your base, you're like, okay, do they have a fetish? Do you have a fetish? Or is it just like you've you really dated, appreciate the culture? Right, you appreciate the culture. Or you've dated like I just happened to date like three black girls and like two two Spanish girls or like one Asian girl. It's like I just have dated mm-hmm. A wide variety of women. But I'm not gonna lie, sometimes I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like it's not just like it's not just me. I had, I'm not just a special one. I had one experience that was like a little bit shocking and threw me off. I was talking to this Hispanic dude for a second. And Ooh. <laughs> this boy. And Oh wait, he, I know who it is. <laughs> you all know who he is. Oh like, that that went over my head, I'm sorry. <laughs> um and he like straight up told me one of our first times like hanging out that he usually does not talk to black women and I was like and you know I really should have cut things off there but I was feeling desperate I was feeling hurt I thought he was cute and I was shocked that someone I found so cute would like me I was yeah yeah it got me but he was straight up like I would never like be with a black woman and I was like so why are you on a date with me and he was like well I like you and I was like this makes no sense. That doesn't make that sense. That makes literally no sense. But he said that to me, and I was shocked because I was like, this is a, a Hispanic man saying this to me. And frankly, usually Hispanic people and black people are very kin. No. We're very, very kin. Mm, well, maybe that, I'm no, 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 I think you're not. not. I mean, like, they're, like, I think it depends on who you're talking to, but also, like, within you know, the culture, it's like you have Afro-Latina people yeah. who are kind of sometimes closed off from the rest because it's like... And frankly, you, if you, you have people who the don't have line, yeah. they overlap Right, but lot. you have a lot of, you have a lot of, like, Hispanic and Latina people who don't kind of they, like, I'm, I don't really recognize that Afro part of me. You have yeah. some of them, so it's like, it yeah. just depends on which... I think it's a whole other, um, you know, kind of with, like, black people. I think it's just they have their own issues with colorism, like, every other every, race. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. um, I want to get into, like, Rachel or Janae's topics just because... Yeah. Well, yeah. We're running out of time. Yes. But, um, Rachel. Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. Tell us about mental health, baby. Let's do the talk. So, um, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this segment, um, I wanted to talk about the imposter syndrome. Mm. Um, I went to a Black Women in Tech conference, and the topic that was repeated numerous times was actually the imposter syndrome. And a lot of these women, they work in male-dominated field, and it's easy to feel that way. Um, So according to Psychology Today, the imposter syndrome is a psychological term referring to a pattern of behavior where people doubt their accomplishments and have a persistent, often internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. They call their success luck, the timing, and dismiss as others believing they were better, more intelligent, and more competent than they actually are. And as I look into this term, I begin to understand why someone will feel this way. And I also realize that I, too, have suffered from and sometimes still suffer from imposter syndrome. Um, In my previous job, I got a promotion, but I never was expecting that promotion. I always thought, like, I'm going to get fired. Like, what am I doing? Am I doing something wrong? But no one really told me, like, you know, Rachel, you need to improve on this. You need to improve on that. It was just all in my head. Like, I feel like I had to like be better and do better in order to keep my position. And one day my supervisor, she took me to like another room. Like, Rachel, I need to talk to you. I'm like, all right, this is it. <laughs> I'm about to get fired. I'm done. Like, I'm done. I'm going to lose my job. And then she basically told me, oh, no, you know, um, you're doing really well. And we're going to offer you this promotion. So I was like, wow. So, like, it really is all in your head. Like, don't like keep putting yourself down always remember like you're here for a reason uh you're worthy of your position business your title um your life don't let another person make you feel um worthless um don't ponder on negative things you have about yourself that's something that i i honestly stick struggle with and i know we all do i struggle with that um you are smart. You're talented. Uh, you can do anything. Um, you put your mind toward and just go for it. I feel like I need to hear that. Right. Yeah. We all <laughs> do, especially like this episode of um, interracial this, dating, not feeling worth uh, worthy of like, yeah, love. This, so. this episode really got us all. In. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, um, Janae Bay. Yeah. So I've got two little 
things that people have written in to us on our Twitter accounts. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking about this. Um, hot girl nay nay. <laughs> Wait, is that really? Is that yeah. her oh, handle? Oh, it's a handle. That's her real name. <laughs> I don't know how Twitter works. Y'all. It's her handle. So, um, <laughs> is it her handle or her username? It has to be her handle. Her, I know her username. Is it the, at? the handle is the at, right? The username. Yeah. So her username is Hot Girl Nene. Okay. Her, hey, Hot Girl Nene. Her oh. at or her. Yeah, her handle. Her handle. There we go. Whoa. What's the point of having? It's both? just, it's yeah. a lot. It's a lot. Anyway, her handle is Def Not Nene. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so she said about the interracial dating topic, I know. Never got weird stares or comments, but the culture difference ended the relationship. Aww. I'm black and my ex was Iraqi. Great mm-hmm. guy. It didn't end badly. Just didn't work out because of his family. Um, this was a huge thing. I, I mentioned previously that I wrote an article about this, and this was something that a lot of people talked about, where they were basically like, it was a great relationship, really loved him, we had great times together, but culturally things were just different. That's it. And we just couldn't see eye to eye. It's so sad when that's like the reason. It, it's it's because really it's like sad. I think people want to believe like oh all you need is love, but it's like there's a lot of factors that, that are you. coming through. Yeah, especially that when you, you never get outside get. of the bubble. Yeah, when you go into the other spaces and places. And yeah. I, I guess that that my comment on that is like at the end of the day, if it's not meant to be, it won't be. Mm-hmm. And I know that, for example, my brother, his wife is white. They've dealt with tons of their own shit from family, from outsiders, but they've been married for what, two years now or something like that? I think there's so I, like a spectrum, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like, how how bad is like the family? Because exactly. you don't know, like, this girl, like, they could be saying some crazy stuff to her every time she comes, you and know? Also, how much can you yourself just take, like yeah. take? Because yeah. as a human, you can only. But, take and, and I personally think that how much do you love that person? Are you willing to put up? Are with you this willing to put up with that for the rest of your life? Person. And I think well, for a lot of people, maybe they just don't love that person not enough, and or, that's okay. Or, that's but, fine. But also, like, or like sometimes love is just like not enough. And it's just like not gonna. Enough. But also, I want to say like, okay, like we all know that being black is a lot harder than you know, black woman is just a harder, and even like a black trans woman, it's, it's harder to be that. So you have that on your everyday life, and then you're also bringing this other stuff. So I just think it might be a little easier if it's like a white person, Asian person dating. That might you're not gonna get as much stuff but like I just feel like uh, you know your relationship's supposed to be like a safe space and it's like you know I'm dealing with this nonsense in the real world why do I want to deal with this that in my love life too I just yeah I just want to like make that little little note because that's also like you know an additional thing but you know is Um, there another yeah another reading um this is from I'm so sorry if I mispronounce your name but Tamra Tamra but there's a Y in there. It's, it's probably Tamra. I think Tamra. it's Tamra, and the Y is silent. But if not, I'm you sorry can write us in. If it's Tam, yeah. I, I I'm sorry, <laughs> but Tamra. Um, she said I dealt with a Mexican guy for a while, and he felt the need to always make it a point to me that he has history with black women and black things, i.e., music, hair, movies. It was so annoying after a while. Mm-hmm. Like. That's annoying. That's frustrating. I remember there was this guy from high school and he had dated a really close friend for a very, very long time. So he and I became friends. And then way after they had broken up, everything had happened. He and I still casually talked and he always make it a point to say something racial. He always made it a point to bring up the fact that I was black in just casual conversation. I would get annoyed. He'd apologize and be like, I'm not racist. I was just oh, no. or something like that. And it's like, dude, you're doing too much. Like that is frustrating. If you're going to date someone that is a different race of, than you, there's no point in constantly bringing it up. Y'all know. know. Like, it's obvious. There's no point to racialize literally everything unless it needs to be racialized. There are differently conversations that you guys should be having about race, but it's not necessarily 
to have it every day. You yeah. just don't need to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I, I want to clarify some things in this episode. Oh. No, just like, I, I just don't want people to think that I'm like being negative towards like my past relationship because I'm not. I'm very thankful for it. I'm very thankful for him. We're like very good friends still. Mm-hmm. But I just want to clarify, like, I'm not trying to like bash him or like his family or anything like that. And then also, like, I, I, again, I don't want to feel like people think we're like bashing black men. Yeah. We're no, we're I, just wanna, I just want to clarify no, that. I think, and I, but I feel like also it's just like you, I feel like you can hopefully hear in our voices that this is coming from a very thoughtful place and something that we continuously think about. And, and something that we have experienced personally. Personally. So there's a lot of like internal, I guess, history with this yeah. topic. And I think it to- like it's okay. It's just a tough topic in general and not everyone's going to approach it perfectly and yeah. everyone's going to have something to say. But I mean, with any topic, I feel like if you're coming from it from a good place and like you want to learn and understand it better, like it's okay. And I definitely do. I mean, if you are a black man who listens to this episode and feels some type of way, feels like there is a perspective that we haven't hit on or a story we haven't told, write us. Let yeah. us know. Tell us about black it. Read man, us. Like, Asian men, yeah. Latino men. We're all, all, let's all the, the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you feel like black women have ignored your race or have made you feel some type of way let's talk yeah let's have a chat let's discuss let's yeah yeah, our dms are always open they're they're open we're thirsty um (laughs) (laughs) our emails are open at socalledoreos at gmail.com yes and also if you want to like try to sponsor us or some shit i mean like let us know yeah (laughs) we'll work with you we need that money (laughs) (laughs) um yeah is there anything else you guys want to say nah thank you for listening that's it thanks for listening guys Bye. 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 <laughs>